the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Ultimately, there is victory. The specific here, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord. See, never forget this. This is helpful. Jesus sits down at the right hand of the Father, right? The Bible says he's sitting down at, he's sitting down at the right hand. Oh, I can sit down. But at some point, he's going to stand up. And as we keep reading, it says he comes back with the armies of heaven. And his eyes are like flames of fire. And on his head are many crowns. And out of his mouth goes a sword that he rules a nation. He treads those nations with the white press in the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship. Located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the fourth part of this chain-breaking message from Pastor Shane titled, Calling Down Fire, an Awful Weapon in the Hand of God. Hebrews 13, 7 through 8 tells us, Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, Pastor Shane confronts the challenges facing the church, facing the world. Are you ready for a life change? Are you weary of feeling defeated? Listen now to the truth of God's living word as Pastor Shane echoes the pages of scripture by calling all to deep humility and repentance. Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, and it is to your eternal benefit for you to act upon. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. Robert Murray McShaney, a holy minister, is an awful weapon in the hand of God. I want to give you three examples before I get to some brief practical application. Have you heard of Justin Martyr? Justin Martyr. I think we even have a picture. He was brutally killed. Just think, look at him and think of that. He was brutally, brutally killed in six, in 165 AD because he was unwilling to worship gods of Rome as well as the emperor. It is said that the fire that burned in him was greater than the persecution that befell him. Next, we have an ordinary man. We can put him up as well. Savonarola. Savonarola, just a normal man. Read all about him. He was able to set Italy ablaze with conviction. Scholars said that it was his fiery, dramatic preaching that set the town on fire. And then number three, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. They called him the thundering Scot, John Knox. 
John Knox, the British ambassador at that time, Thomas Randolph said of him, the voice of this one man is able in one hour to put more life in us than 500 trumpets blustering in our ears. And at his gravesite, they said, here lies one who neither flattered nor feared any flesh. We could have stayed here all morning. Men and women filled with the fire of God. Amy Carmichael, Adonai and Hudson, Hudson Taylor, John Bunyan, filled with the fire of God. You don't read about people who are not filled with fire because they're not doing anything for God. We've got to get that fire back in the pulpit and the pew. So let's do a quick practical application. Revelation 12.11, you're familiar with this. And they overcame that devil by what? How? By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. So they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb. They're filled with the holy fire. They're Christians. And by the word of their testimony, the fire of their words. That's how they overcome the enemy. Isn't that true? As the enemy's trying to take us out, we're filled with holy fire. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm not perfect. God, I fell last week or I fell last month or, or yesterday, but God, I'm getting back up and I, I need to be back in your will again. I need that holy fire again. And then we preach the words or we go and we lead people to the cross or we do, uh, we pray for our family members or they're, they're, see, when, when you're on fire, it can't just stay contained. Fire can't stay contained. It, it burns. It, it goes out. And that's what it talks about being when the Holy Spirit is upon you, there's an overfilling of the Holy Spirit. It, it comes out of you. And if, if I were to turn on the water from this baptismal and just let it flow, would it shut itself off? No, it's, it's flowing out because it's upon, it's, oh, it's overcoming. It's, it's coming out of the person in the same way. That's the, the, the fire of God. <clears throat> you can't love this life and Jesus at the same time. You cannot love this life and Jesus at the same time. Jesus said, whoever loves his life will lose it. Now, a lot of people, maybe if, especially if they're not Christians, that doesn't make sense. Loving life means, as a person, we all know this, in, in this room at least, my love can't be divided Try telling your spouse, hey, I'm going to pull a, a King Solomon. I'm going to have a thousand wives. And can I get married 12, 15 times and give? You can't give your love to another. Same way with following Christ. You can't serve two masters. You'll be loyal to the one and hate the other. And so loving my life, when I love my life, I cling on to that life. For example, a people pleaser, back to that. If I, I want to be a people pleaser, I love my life. I can't follow Christ conditionally. You think I can preach? You think I can really preach if I'm worried about the opinions of people? Absolutely not. And if I love, I love my finances. I love my job. I can't, gee, I, oh Lord, I can't do that. I can't, I can't give up everything, and God doesn't call everyone to give up everything. Once you realize this was life-changing for me, years ago, I heard teachings, maybe Chuck Swindoll. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? We are money managers 
Everything we have is not ours. Let that sink in. The money in your bank, your income, when it, your, it's, it's not yours as a believer. It's You are a money manager. Where does God want these resources to go? Don't worry, we're not doing a building fund. It could be, where does He want to go? First, to pay your bills. If you don't provide for your own family, you're worse than an infidel, the Bible says. Boy, that will kill laziness. Get up and do something. I run it, I used to have it too much, but guys all the time, it's like, man, I'm trying. I threw out a few applications. Well, threw out a, throw out a few more and go, go pound the pavement, they used to call it when I was younger. Do they still say that? Go out and do something. Something. So if you love your life, I love my life. I love you hold on to what you love. And often Christ tells us to, hey, just release it. Release it. Doesn't mean you might, you might still have everything you have, but at least you release the grip it had on you. So practical application on this message. Who do you need to talk to this week or write to or text or email? Or even I put create a track. Or you can use ours. We handed out a few, I believe. You can hand out our tracks. And what I mean by that is who do you need to talk to anybody about God? The fire of God in your heart. Getting back to that because witnessing will bring out the fire. When you start to, to witness to God and, and to, 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 um, it, it's just, there's something about the fire comes out. I remember I was early morning, I went to an AM PM, uh, and I was walking in there and this guy, you can tell he's probably, I don't know, homeless or maybe sleeping on the sidewalk. And I said, Hey, let me, let me just buy that for you. And he's, Oh man, thanks. He goes, Hey, you want some marijuana? I'm like, No, I'm okay. But what you need, and I just, man, whoa, where did this come from? I had, I was just you know, doing my own thing. And now I'm like, you need God. You need to get into church this weekend. Your time is running. You can't keep playing games. I'm like, what, what is this? Yeah, oh, I know. He puts his head down. I know. And I went out and looked for one of my books and because it's good to give people something and, and just like, you can feel that come out when you start to do that. Now I could have said, ah, I don't want to deal with this. Or another guy, he just wanted me to fill up his little, his little tiny, Gas thing it says girlfriend's car is out of gas. I don't know if it's true, but I put it filled up his car, and he's like crying. I can tell. I go, you you high right now? You on meth? He's like, yeah, we're coming down off. I'm like, man, you need to get to church. You can I pray for you? Can I? and it just comes out like you need to stop this. It'll take you out. And this bolt, this where's it come from? I'm just pumping my gas. I'm not even thinking the gospel, but it comes out as you begin to step out and begin to witness. You don't have to worry exactly what you have to say. Just tell them about your story, what God has done in your life, in your heart. So is there anyone you need to talk to that you've been avoiding? I need to write a letter to a family member. I need to step out and do that. Or take one of our, our tracks that has the church on the back, has the Romans Road, briefly. Just say, hey, let me share this with you. I wish I would have had those when I encountered these people. Because you never know. You never know. What about if we actually went to school board meetings and spoke the truth with fire? 
In love, of course. What about if we went to these meetings as parents? Those You're retired. You don't have kids at home. So many of you have so much extra time. I get jealous. Do something with it. Netflix will be there tomorrow. Ooh, that must have hit a core. But what about if we actually went to school board meetings and spoke the truth with fire and let it consume sinful agendas? I just heard from someone who was at the Santa Clarita Heart Union High School District is considering not informing parents when a kid comes out as whatever. They're considering not telling the parents. The reason is some parents might not handle it correctly, correct? That's like 1%. What about the other 99% of parents who need to be informed? And they were clearly outnumbered. The parents were clearly outnumbered by those with this godless agenda. So by the way, the next meeting's down there December 6th. Not letting you off the hook. Anybody going? Can I put, the, put them in touch with you? I don't know if there's any at the, this service. But let us know. We can put you in touch with the people um, who are going. I have it on my calendar if it works. And just, I don't care what people say. You tell them the truth. And you just, you know, with love and you speak the truth. We should, but we should be the most loving, understanding, and caring people there. Absolutely. We're the most loving and caring, but we're also the most boldness. Boldness? No. We're also the boldest. The fire of God. The fire of God. See, what's happening is the schools think they are their children. And you need to go and say, no, they're not your children. They're the parents' children. And it's sad that some maybe parents are violent to their kids when that happens. We need to figure out how to fix that, but how dare you punish the other 99%. Also, this one, I don't know if you've been following, but the Los Angeles Unified School District unanimously approved a resolution encouraging all district schools... Hello, we're in Los Angeles County to incorporate lessons on the LGBTQ community into their curriculum. This is such a hard topic because I, I talk to Christian teachers. Like, oh, but I, you know, they say it, I have to do it. I'm like, golly, Lord, help. I guess I couldn't be a teacher. I couldn't be a politician. I could, you know, so, and I know it's hard, so I'm not discounting that. I don't know, you know, you don't want to just go and lose your job either, but how can you, how do we let a godless culture, why not at least come to prayer meetings? Why not at least, at least be filled up with the fire of God instead of being swayed by public opinion, whatever the government says? There's a church I know, I want to talk to this guy. He has a, it's, it's like his church is from here to the road from Planned Parenthood. Yes, I'm not going to say anything about abortion, Shane. The government says it's okay. My goodness, that is cowardliness. You don't have the fire of God in your heart. You're a motivational speaker who wants to please men. Where's the fire of God? What if we ran for office and asked God to use us in powerful ways as we're filled with the fire? That I didn't know much about the new speaker of the house until I knew who was against him. I said, oh, must be a great guy. <laughs> that's, that's Right? That's all you have to do. Look who's coming against the new speaker. Oh, well, he must be fantastic. How dare they pray? Did you know the founders would pray? Lincoln called how many days of prayer 
and fasting. Nobody could even run for office unless they believe in God. Did you know that? You can even run for office. In God we trust. What if we posted things on social media exposing the unfruitful works of darkness, but in a spirit of humility rather than remaining silent because of fear? Fire begins with prayer. It's fueled by worship and it is sustained by obedience. I didn't expect to get too many claps on that one. But what I said, if I would have said, God's going to bless you beyond measure today. Whatever the, whatever the sole of your foot touches, you're going to be blessed. That Mercedes you want, just go stop by the Mercedes dealer. You just go walk around that place like Joshua seven times. You say, this is mine, this is mine. Oh, we'd have a standing ovation. But when it comes to the fire of God and wanting more of God, it penetrates the heart and we have to repent of our callous and coldness. Could powerless be the result of prayerlessness? Could powerless be the result of prayerlessness? Yes. Guys, why does this fire me up? Because we are living in dire times. Do you, do you see the times we're living in? It still blows my mind. Why are prayer meetings full? Why aren't we calling for nights of worship? What? We just must not realize it's, we, we're just living in this bubble. This is a call specifically to men, but women, you can listen as well. Men, did you know you can be an awful weapon in the hand of God? Women as well, of course. And I titled it, Where Are They? Where Are They? And it's from my book, If My People. And I threw this out to the congregation in Lancaster years ago. I still remember. I want to just throw out the challenge to you. And I wrote them down so you can see it. Let it penetrate your heart. Where are the Isaiahs and the Jeremiahs calling nations to repentance? Where are the Peters and the Pauls who spoke with such authority that martyrdom did not silence them? Though they are dead, they shall speak. They still speak. Where are the Wycliffs who stood so unyielding for the truth that he was called the morning star of the Reformation? Where are the Tyndales and the Husses who were burned at the stake for simply declaring the truth? Where are the Luthers who said, I can do no other when he is asked to recount all of his works? Where are the John Calvins who shaped the religious thoughts of our Western culture? Where are the John Knoxes who cried, give me the Scotland for the cause of Christ or I shall die? Who's saying, give me America for the cause of Christ or I shall die. Give me the Antelope Valley for the cause of Christ or I shall die. Listen, God really had to deal with, let's pause for a minute. God really had to deal with me for years ago, years ago. I didn't want to tell people where I'm from. How embarrassing for a Christian. Even even now, even now it's a badge of honor because... I like it now. Palmdale, the meth capital of L.A. County, Lancaster. This have you have you checked this, this the crime? This this yes, I'm supposed to be a light in the darkness. Why aren't more people signing up to go thank the sheriffs in Lancaster and Palmdale? Church, where are we? Why does such a small amount of people do the majority of the work? It every week it blows my mind. Do people not see what's going on in the world? 
We should be, we should be the most energetic, filled with holy fire people on the planet. Where are the Whitfields who shook the continents? Where are the Hal Harris's, the Daniel Rollins, and the Griffin Jones who preach with such passion during the Welsh revivals of the 18th century that we still honor them today? I say again, where are they? Where are the John Wesleys who said, who said, give me a hundred preachers who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God and we will shake the gates of hell? Where are the David Brainers who spent so much time in prayer that even the great Jonathan Edwards was convicted? Where are the Robert Murray McShaney's who even though he died at age 29 was one of Scotland's most anointed preachers causing people to weep before he even preached a word? Where are the Spurgeons who spoke with such authority that his sermons are read now more today than ever before? Where are the D.L. Moody's who brought America to her knees? Where are the Evan Roberts who during the Welsh revivals preached so powerfully against sin that people would cry out, no more Lord Jesus lest I die? And where are the famous Puritans like Richard Baxter who preach, I preach as a dying man to dying men? Where are they today? Guys, we need that holy fire. There's baptism for repentance. If you need to finally repent and give your life to the Lord, stop playing games with God. Now's the time to do that. But there's also a baptism I call a baptism of reenlistment. I'm going to show you the picture someday, but in 2000, I got baptized again. And I was re-enlisted. I'm fully in. I'm surrendered. I was baptized as a baby, blah, blah, blah. I was baptized at five or six or seven, meant nothing. But I'm, 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 bapt- I'm getting baptized. I'm re-enlisted. Re-enlisted. I'm, I'm on fire again. I want that fire of God. If you want to do that as well, let us know. We would love to baptize you. And then I want to end with this. They don't have it, but I, I want to just pulled it in. Next week, next week, as we read in 11, it's something very interesting. He says, And there was a loud voice in heaven saying, The kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. Oh, we need to remind ourselves of that. We are not defeated. We are in a position of, of battle right now. But ultimately, there is victory. The world, he's specific here, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord. See, never forget this. This is helpful. Jesus sits down at the right hand of the Father, right? The Bible says he's sitting down at, he's sitting down at the right hand. Oh, I can sit down. But at some point, he's going to stand up. But at some point, he's going to get up. And as we keep reading, it says he comes back with the armies of heaven. And his eyes are like flames of fire, and on his head are many crowns. And out of his mouth goes a sword that he rules a nation. He treads those nations with the white press in the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. That's Jesus. And when he stands up, when he stands up, nations tremble. The earth splits when he puts his feet down. Even kings bow and armies flee from the presence of Christ. So if you've been lacking that fire and you need that fire, you want to re-enlist, you want to be... Re- Isn't it funny how the Bible puts... Well, the English language, but we put R-E in front of words revived, reignited, renewed. What it is, it's something that used to be but has died. You light a fire and it goes out. You have to re 
ignite it. Oh God, would you revive us again? We were once alive and on fire for God. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.